Hello and welcome to eBible Fellowship's Evening Bible Studies with your speaker, Chris McCann. If you'd like more information or to hear more studies, visit our website at www.ebiblefellowship.com. And now, with your evening Bible study, here's Chris McCann. Good evening and welcome to eBible Fellowship's Bible Study in the Book of Revelation. Tonight is study number 35 of Revelation chapter 18, and we're going to be reading verse 23. And the light of a candle shall shine no more at all in thee, and the voice of the bridegroom and of the bride shall be heard no more at all in thee. For thy merchants were the great men of the earth, for by thy sorceries were all nations deceived. So again, God says, the light of a candle shall shine no more at all in thee. Speaking of Babylon, which is a representation of the kingdom of Satan, the kingdom of this world, the unsaved people of the earth that live in the world, and, and Babylon includes the church and the people who live in the world outside of the church. The gospel for almost 2,000 years was to be found in the churches and congregations. That's where the light of the candlestick shined forth in the midst of the uh, churches of the world. But then Christ came out of the midst and God took away their candlestick at the end of the church age, May 21, 1988, in the 13,000th year of Earth's history. And judgment began at the house of God and the Great Tribulation got underway. And then... 2300 days later, after the first part of the Great Tribulation came to a close on September 7th in 1994, God once again began to evangelize the earth. A second time he poured out his Holy Spirit and recovered the remnant of his people and saved the great multitude from the nations of the world. The light of the gospel remained dark within the churches, the corporate church, which numbered as many as 2 billion people uh, out of the world's about 7 billion population. But outside of the church now, through primarily the, the electronic medium, God was bringing the true and faithful gospel and saving that great multitude, tens of millions, scores of millions of people, were saved in the location outside of the congregations. And and that is where the gospel light was shining and brilliantly as the word of God, like the waters, covered the sea. The word of God was everywhere, it seemed, in the world. It was on billboards. It was coming over the radio. It was on the internet. It, it was on um, some TV stations with satellite broadcasting. It, it was um, God's people walking the streets of many places, many cities of the earth, sharing tracks, and the the light was shining brightly, brilliantly, the light of truth, and then. Once it accomplished its purpose, as God's word has 
purpose in mind when the Lord sends it forth, it will accomplish the purpose he has sent it forth to do. It, it will not return to him void or empty uh, or, or without accomplishing that purpose. And the purpose was to save the great multitude to complete the task of evangelization of the earth to save the last one of God's elect and it did accomplish that purpose then and only then God shut the door of heaven put out the light of the gospel all across the face of the earth and on May 21, 2011 7,000 years from the flood the door was shut and the light of a candle shall shine no more at all in thee in the nations of the world. The, the, the light of the gospel ceased to shine forth in a saving way where, where man could see the light or the light of God could penetrate the darkness of a man's heart and shine the light within creating a new heart and a new spirit through that glorious gospel light. But now, uh, no more. It, it will shine no more at all in thee. And then it goes on to say, And the voice of the bridegroom and of the bride shall be heard no more at all in thee. The voice of the bridegroom and the bridegroom is the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's Let's turn to John chapter 3. In John 3, John the Baptist says in verse 28, And following, ye yourselves bear me witness, that I said, I am not the Christ, but that I am sent before him. He that hath the bride is the bridegroom, but the friend of the bridegroom, which standeth and heareth him, Rejoiceth greatly because of the bridegroom's voice. This my joy therefore is fulfilled. And of course, John the Baptist was speaking of the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the bridegroom and, and John rejoiced because of the bridegroom's voice. And, and the voice of Christ is his word. And, and he is the word made flesh. So the voice of Christ is the Bible. The word of God is the voice of the bridegroom. And, and so if the voice of the bridegroom is no longer being heard, that means the word of God, the Bible is no longer being heard. And if the Bible is not being heard, there cannot be salvation because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the voice of the bridegroom or, or by the word, the word of God. And, and again, that means not that Bibles are removed or, or you can't find, um, the written word or you can't find the preached word or you can't find the Bible anywhere. The Bible still can be found in abundance in the world. Anyone today can find the Bible online and, and hear it. If somebody has a phone, many poor people have phones today. They, they can, uh, find 
a Bible site and listen to the Bible through their phone. Yet, uh, all the while that they're listening today, or reading it, or hearing it preached, there lacks one necessary ingredient to salvation, which is the Holy Spirit opening up the ears of the hearer. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing comes by the Word of God. That is, in time past, in the day of salvation, God would send forth His Word. The Word would be physically heard by uh, a person, and then the Holy Spirit, if that individual were one of God's elect, would work through the the hearing of the word to create spiritual ears so that they could hear on a whole different level and they could hear the voice of Christ and respond and be drawn to him and receive a new heart and so forth. No more. No more. The, the voice of the bridegroom is not heard any more at all in the world, in Babylon. You know, um, in the book of Jeremiah, there's actually a few verses where God uses this very same type of language. And historically, it's referring to Judah. Spiritually, it relates to the judgment on the church. For instance, in Jeremiah chapter 7, it says in verse 34, Then will I cause to cease from the cities of Judah and from the streets of Jerusalem the voice of mirth and the voice of gladness, the voice of the bridegroom and the voice of the bride. For the land shall be desolate. And and this is language indicating God's judgment spiritually on the churches and congregations. He will cause the voice of mirth and gladness to cease. We we also read in Jeremiah 25, the same kind of language. In Jeremiah 25, beginning in verse 8, it says, Therefore thus saith Jehovah of hosts, Because ye have not heard my words, behold, I will send and take all the families of the north, saith Jehovah, and Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, my servant, and will bring them against this land, and against the inhabitants thereof, and against all these nations round about, and will utterly destroy them, and make them an astonishment, and a hissing, and perpetual desolations. Moreover, I will take from them the voice of mirth, and the voice of gladness, the voice of the bridegroom, and the voice of the bride, the sound of the millstone, and the light of the candle. This whole land shall be a desolation and astonishment, and these nations shall serve the king of Babylon 70 years. Now this um, is laying out the judgment of God on the church during the great tribulation period. The king of Babylon, a type of Satan, the Babylonians, representative of the Gentiles, that overtake the camp of the saints. The the people of God are being trodden underfoot. And notice God gives the reason, because ye have not heard my words. That is, the churches had the Bibles and heard 
God's commandments on one level. Um, uh, here is how you should conduct yourselves. Here are the laws for ordering the church. Um, for instance, the deacons and elders are to be the husband of one wife, raising their children well, and and they're not to be divorced. Um, women are not to teach nor usurp authority and so forth. Well, they didn't hear God on those points. They, they did not hearken to him on the doctrine of baptism or the doctrine of uh, salvation, how the Bible teaches people are to be saved. They did not hearken concerning doctrine after doctrine after doctrine. So the judgment of God is that he will remove from them the voice of the bridegroom and the voice of the bride. Or as it says in Revelation 18, it will not be heard anymore. You didn't listen anyway. You weren't hearkening to God's commandments. And and therefore, the penalty, the punishment of God, is to remove the ability to hear. Spiritually, no more salvation for the churches and congregations for the 70 years. Now, in Revelation 18, it's not the church. It's, it's Babylon. It, here in Jeremiah 25, Babylon was the instrument of God's wrath. Babylon was the tool. Nebuchadnezzar, his servant, that was in the hand of God to... Uh, smite the churches and, and, and bring judgment upon them. But remember, God has pointed this out several times when the, the judgment is complete upon the church. Then he turns his attention to Babylon and, and he spoils them that spoiled his people. He takes vengeance for his temple and, and now he's giving the cup to Babylon that Babylon um, had in its hand and giving to the churches and congregations of the world. So the absence of the voice of the bridegroom and the bride first occurred within the church and now is happening in the world outside of the churches and congregations and, and the reason is the cup of God's wrath first is given to the city called by his name and then to the nations, to the Gentiles that are uh, populating the earth. All right, so uh, God says he'll take away the voice of the bridegroom very clearly, very definitely. The bridegroom is a, is a type and figure of Christ. There is no question about that. And the bride also very uh, clear that the bride represents the body of believers, God's elect. It says in Isaiah chapter 62 and verse 5, For as a young man marrieth a virgin, so shall thy sons marry thee. And as the bridegroom rejoiceth over the bride, so shall thy God Rejoice over thee. God is the bridegroom. There's another proof text also that is confirming Christ is God. He's the bridegroom. God is the bridegroom. And the the children of God, the elect people, 
that were uh, chosen by God before the foundation of the world are the bride. They are the bride of Christ. As we read in Revelation chapter 21, it says in verse 1, And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And then in verse 9 of Revelation 21, There came unto me one of the seven angels, which had the seven vials full of the seven last plagues, and talked with me, saying, Come hither, I will show thee the bride, the lamb's wife. And he carried me away in the spirit to a great and high mountain, and showed me that great city, the holy Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God, having the glory of God, and her light was like unto a stone most precious, even like a jasper stone, clear as crystal. And then um, the chapter goes on to describe this beautiful, glorious, um, heavenly city. And that city pictures the whole company of God's elect. Everyone that God has saved is a part of New Jerusalem. They are the bride of Christ. And, and Jesus is the bridegroom. And we are the bride. And therefore, when uh, the Bible says, as it is saying here, the voice of the bridegroom and of the bride shall be heard no more at all in thee. That God is declaring that the word of God will not be heard any more in thee. And the believers, his people, the children of God, whose role and task has been to, to be a messenger of the Word of God, to carry the Word of God into the world in order that people might hear and become saved, that they also will not be heard. And let, let's put it in terms we can understand. This means that if someone is reading the Bible on their own, that they're they're just going to read the whole Bible, and, and they sit down, and they're hearing the voice directly of the bridegroom, because it's the word of God, and and they're reading, um, and 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 hearing on one level of reading comprehension and so forth. Yet, their the voice of God is not heard on another level. Uh, that is, the Holy Spirit will not spark a new uh, spirit within the individual reader. And, and that person will not become saved if he's not saved already. He'll never be saved, no matter how much of the Bible he reads. Also, if a child of God carrying a message from the Bible, as some are encouraging others to do, they, they continue to insist, it's just like any other time, God is still saving, he's still a merciful God, and and so let's tell people to go to God and beseech him for mercy, and God will still save. Well, 
if if anyone hears that kind of witness from a professed believer, a professed true believer, and and they're telling them all the right things, you know, salvation is of the Lord, God saves through election, and God's the one who has to make the choice. They're telling them the true faithful gospel, and they could tell a thousand people this or more. It doesn't matter how many they tell, not one of them, not one of them will become saved through the the true faithful witness of the bride, the elect, who typically, when sharing information from the Bible that is true and faithful to the word of God, God works through that and is able to um, draw the individual and save the individual if he if he is one of those elect people, but no more because all the elect have been found. God's salvation program has concluded, and and therefore the voice of the bride no longer operates in that way. the 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 voice of the bridegroom and of the bride shall not be heard. And, and this makes the proclamation, uh, of, uh, continuing to encourage people to go to God and beseech Him for mercy and, and, uh, all the talk that it's still the day of salvation as long as there's a sun in the sky, all vanity. It is all empty talk. It, there is no substance to it. There is no power behind it. There is no spirit within it. It, it is exactly, therefore, the, the same kind of talk that is taking place within the churches and congregations and that has been taking place in the church throughout the judgment of God upon it. The churches continue to preach. The pastors continue to encourage people to toward salvation and so forth. And it was all vain, empty talk because there was no Holy Spirit operating in the midst of the congregations. The light of the candle was out in the church. The voice of the bridegroom and of the bride was not heard in the church during God's judgment upon it. And now the exact same circumstances, spiritual circumstances, apply to the whole world. And and that's the reason why God's people will not give anyone false hope and false encouragement and and tell them that God is still saving when he is not. It, it is not a loving thing to do, nor a kind thing to do, nor a right thing to do, because it is not true. Thanks for joining us for eBible Fellowship's Evening Bible Studies. You can hear these studies Monday through Friday over PalTalk, Skype, eBible Fellowship's webcast audio, or over your phone. For more information or to hear other studies, visit www.ebiblefellowship.com. Until our next study, may the Lord's perfect will be done.